This is Killstreak. It's Halloween time. Halloween sucks, sacks, and or splash hogs. This is Killstreak episode 86. We'll see if the splash hogs in the Halloween sucks, sacks uh, continue on into the next <laughs> series. Hey there, Thanksgiving sucks, sacks. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder if anybody ever... I tried to Google it myself to see if anything came up, and it didn't. But, uh, you know, hey, suck. the origins of sucks, sacks will remain... Um, mysterious for all you kill streakers out there. I think so. I think it's best that way. <laughs> all right, we are here today to discuss the rankings of the Halloween series. We're finally reached the thrilling conclusion. We're done. Yeah. See, Evil died. Evil died last night. <laughs> Evil died last night, and now we're here <laughs> to sift through its remains and find out which body part is the best. That that analogy made sense, right? Remember how we did a whole podcast about Halloween Kills and we didn't mention Evil Dies Tonight yep. until the last <laughs> two seconds? <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about Evil Dies Tonight. Yeah. yeah well, and we, we won't today either. <laughs> nope. Moving on. Yeah. Um, anything you want to talk about before we get down to business? Anything you've been watching? I mean, you've been busy. You I've been busy. Dune somehow. Uh, I did. I did find time to watch Dune in <laughs> within uh, twelve hours of being home for the Bachelor Party. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. I mean, if there's something I really want to see and it's readily available, I don't have a lot of self control. Yeah. So I was. It was like eleven p.m. on Sunday night. We had just finished recording. I'd just gotten home. And I was like, well, I should go to bed. Or I could watch <laughs> just the first 40 minutes of Dune. That's somehow I told myself that that was plausible. Right. Now, I did stop halfway through. Good. And I watched the last hour and 10 minutes on Monday morning. But uh, it's a thumbs up from me. I yeah. like it. I think I'm going to try to see it in theaters. Cool. I would let me know when you're going to. I mean, if you're going to go this weekend, I'll be gone. Or if you're going to take your say. wife on a date. Uh, I can't. Okay. We have no babysitters. Just, we're never yeah. going on a date again, as far as I can tell. Nice. Uh, but keep me posted, because I am interested in seeing it on the big screen. And cool. hearing it, for that matter. Great Hans Zimmer score in this one. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll wait till you're back next week, and we can do yeah, it. let's do it. After we record our next episode. <laughs> All right, let's get down to business. We have a lot to discuss here. We do. Um, let's go through the... The the recaps, not recaps, little one, one to two sentence. The lightning recap. And I'm going to do this all from memory, so okay. I didn't write Am anything Am I allowed down. to participate? Yeah, please. I mean, okay. I, I would right. appreciate it if you did. Okay, cool. <laughs> Halloween 1, 1978. This is the one directed by John Carpenter, the one that started it all. Yeah, perhaps not the first slasher movie ever, but the slasher movie that launched the slasher craze. Uh, we got Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode for the first time. Her iconic role that she would continue to play 40 years later. Yeah. Um, we got Donald Pleasance as Dr. Sam Loomis. And Michael Myers, who escapes from the uh, Smith's Grove Sanitarium. Right. Yeah. Wreaks havoc on the babysitters of Haddonfield, mm-hmm. Illinois. Yeah. It's an all-timer. It's one of, uh, it's, it's, it's one of the Mount Rushgore... Uh, 
uh, horror franchise films, you know? It is indeed. And then we have Halloween 2, 1981? Yeah, 81. This is your classic starts right when the last one ends, literally minutes later. Um, But uh, it starts out uh, in and around town. Michael's on the loose, but then it quickly transitions to a lot of hospital business. Mostly in the hospital. Lordy is mostly laid up in a hospital bed. Mm -hmm. Um, This one has notable because the violence is very much ramped up from yeah. the last. Yeah, it's sort of it. Ta- it takes some cues from some of the other popular slasher movies that that actually have a lot more violence and kills than the original Halloween did. Also, perhaps most notable in terms of franchise impact for introducing the misguided retcon that Laurie Strode is Michael Myers' long lost sister. Yes, thank you for mentioning mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then we have Halloween 3. So initially, the whole series was supposed to be an anthology series, or at least that's what John Carpenter wanted to do after the first one. Um, But Michael Myers was too big of a character, so they did a direct sequel. But now, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, is making good on that anthology promise. Yeah. Yeah. And so this one uh, is about a lot of stuff. It's a real wild movie. Very wild. Uh, but to keep it very brief, there's basically some, uh, pa- what are they, pagans? or uh, no, Yeah, something like that. They're, um, they worship Stonehenge. Yeah, anyways. Druids, Druids, maybe? Druids. Yeah, we've got some evil Druids that uh, steal a piece of Stonehenge and use it to make uh, Halloween masks to murder children. <laughs> yes, that all go off and squirt bugs out of their heads. <laughs> yeah. And Tom Atkins is in it, and he's glorious. The androids. And then we have Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. So definitely a uh, hard course correct back into the Michael Myers land. This is the one where Michael Myers returns. Uh, Instead of Laurie Strode, we have Jamie, her... uh, her her daughter yeah her quote-unquote daughter Lori's just dead Lori died in a car accident <laughs> and now her daughter uh is being hunted by michael um stars danielle harris as yeah. jamie she will return to this role uh again and then also one of the only people if not the only person and it's not the only person but one of the the most notable person to play two roles yes in, in the, the series franchise. she'll come back for the rob zombie films playing a different role that's right. Then we have Halloween 5, also uh, The Revenge of Michael Myers, also starring Danielle Harris. This time she is mute and mm-hmm. psychically linked to Michael. Yeah. Um, this movie's very European. Very European. Um, we got Tina, <laughs> who's one of the least compelling yeah. final girls. I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Matt. It's easier. It's an interesting read on the movie if you just watch it assuming tina is rolling on molly the whole time <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> that definitely makes sense uh also starring donald pleasance as was the last one then we have halloween the curse of michael myers from 1995 this is paul rudd's first movie yeah donald pleasance returns um the cult of thorn storyline that started in the last one is in full swing here this is the first halloween movie in the 90s and it feels like it it. definitely does there are two different versions there's the producer's cut Mm -hmm. and there's a theatrical cut a lot of nonsense with cults controlling michael and next of kin he's hunting down uh his what is i mean what's even the relate oh it's 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 um, what's her face is Jamie's daughter now. right, which we find out is uh, at least in the producer's cut is also his daughter. It's also his daughter, yeah, yeah. 
very wild stuff. Yeah. So, so just to clarify, we have the original timeline, Halloween, Halloween, Halloween 2. Then we have Halloween 3, which is not in the timeline of Michael Myers, which is then ignored by Halloween's 4, 5, and 6, which we just finished talking about. Now we get our first of three yes essentially reboots of the timeline of the yes. halloween film so this is halloween h2o 20 years later take it away eric yes this one is following in the line of halloween one halloween two and now halloween h2o 20 years later jamie lee curtis returns as laurie strode she is teaching she's like the headmistress at a college mm-hmm. in northern california with her son josh hartnett josh a, hartnett with a classic josh hartnett shitty haircut um, she is pursued by her brother Michael, who attacks the college students. Not written by Kevin Williamson, but he had some involvement. He had in his the... sticky fingers in that pie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he also got LL Cool J and Alan Arkin. Yeah. Or sorry, Adam Arkin, Alan Arkin's son. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and that one also feels very nineties. <laughs> yeah, a little later nineties, <laughs> but definitely nineties. And then, baby, we got Halloween Resurrection starring Busta Rhymes. Give me those aughts. <laughs> yep, this right 2002, directed by Rick Rosenthal, which is notable because he also directed part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's back. We're tackling the reality TV era. <laughs> nascent era. Nascent yeah. internet. Um, we got Bianca Kalick. Um, Bus- the- I said Busta Rhymes. Tyra Banks. I, for, oh, I forgot she was in that. We have the famous white, red-haired Donna Chang. Donna Chang, <laughs> uh, who somebody uh, pointed out to me is a character from a Seinfeld episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so eight people pointed out to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this one, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. It's a, it's a real experience. Uh, and then we have the first full-on reboot of yes. the series. So this is this is completely starting over. In th- really, a remake reboot however you want to put it rob zombies halloween 2007 it is for all intents and purposes a remake of the original halloween yeah um although it delves pretty deeply into michael's backstory uh to uh, very divisive with fans yes. i would say yeah absolutely uh i would say probably one of the most if uh, these two movies i think constitute the most divisive entries in the whole franchise Yes, and the next one is Halloween 2, a direct sequel to the previous Halloween, also directed by Rob Zombie. This time, the Rob Zombie is amped up to 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a remake of nothing. This yes. is This is a completely whole cloth new sequel to his 2007 Halloween. Uh, and again, divisive. Some people like that about it. Some people do not. But it, del- it deals pretty heavily with Laurie Strode's uh, not- trauma. Yeah. Is it Laurie? I guess it, it is Laurie. Yeah. yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's yeah. like, what the fuck is who? Yeah. And then we have another uh, series, not a complete reboot, because this one is a direct sequel to the first movie. It is 2018's Halloween, um, directed by David Gordon Green, written by David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, and uh, oh, Jeff Fradley. Fradley. <laughs> Uh, Laurie Strode returns. Uh, we have Jamie Lee Curtis reprising her role. Uh, this time, she also is dealing with her trauma. She's become a bit of like a survivalist uh, whose fa- mm. who's li- family life and whose life has fallen apart since the events of the first movie. And she holes up in her ca- in her house in the woods, it's a compound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's a lot of uh, 
intergenerational family stuff in this one. Judy Greer plays her daughter, and then mm-hmm. Andy Matichak, the granddaughter, and we get... Uh, it's a very female-centric movie. Another attempt to deal with PTSD as well, along the lines of, of uh, the previous movie, Halloween 2. Yeah. Uh, also notable that Lori is no longer Michael's sister. Yes. So this one has ignored now the original Halloween 2, 1981, and we are just going Halloween, Halloween 2018. And then finally, we have Halloween Kills, brand new 2021 just came out. David Gordon Green, Danny McBride return. Uh, excuse me. Another oh, writer. Yeah. Can't remember. Scott something. Scott Teams. Scott Teams. Also Jamie Lee Curtis. Also Judy Greer. All, you know. Yeah. Same My- principal cast returning as long as they didn't die in the first one. And then some people who almost died in the first one. Yeah. Takes place directly after the events of the last one. Mm-hmm. And it's about Michael Myers. Killing his way through Haddonfield as an angry mob pursues him, trying to... Yeah. It's a cat and mouse between an angry mob <laughs> and Michael Myers. Yeah. That is we where we are at with the series right mm-hmm. now. There'll be another one next year, and we'll have to revisit it and see how it falls in our list. But yeah. now, it's time for our superlatives. It is. All right. We've prepared a few treats for you guys as we've been thinking about ranking this series. We also... Think a little bit about the highs and lows of this series. And, and why don't we start with something that I think a lot of people have opinions on. Uh, I see little infographics all the time on the internet. Uh, the best Michael Myers masks sure, in the franchise. With the best. What yeah. do you think about that? That sounds great to me. So uh, we talked about this beforehand. We clarified Michael Myers masks only. So these are masks that are modeled after the OG, the famously... Originally was a William Shatner mask yeah, uh, that they painted white to sort of hide the features of and then gave it black hair. Uh, it's appeared in some iteration in 11 of the 12 movies, so we won't be talking about any of the masks from Season of the Witch. Though I do want to ask mm-hmm. you, what yeah. is your favorite of the three Season of the Witch masks? I think if you put a gun to my head, I like the skeleton the most. I like the skeleton too. I think I like the witch the most. The witch, interesting. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. it, it looks pretty cool. I mean, I it's definitely it. creepy. Yeah, it's, it's real creepy. It's the one that feels the most like a creepy, an actual Halloween mask. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they're all great though. I love. Yeah, those, those Halloween three masks are awesome. Can, I'll probably buy a replica of one soon. I've been <laughs> thinking about it. So we were gonna do our top three best masks and our bottom three worst, worst masks. masks. Yeah. Let's start from the bottom of the best. (laughs) The bottom of the best? The bottom of the best. Number three. Number three, best mask. Best mask. Um, I'll go first. Okay. This is a movie that we don't have a ton of great things to say about, but I do think the mask Mm -hmm. is pretty cool. Okay. And it's the mask from Halloween Kills. Okay. Um, This one has some damage on it, some Mm. burn marks that I'm showing Mike a picture. Yeah, yeah. That... uh, that were inflicted in the last movie. I like that continuity. I like the burn degraded look of the mask. Mm-hmm. It's already the one, the previous movie already had like a cracked and old mask. Right. right. Um, so yeah, I'm, I am a fan of the way the mask looks in Halloween okay. kills. Very interesting. Um, my number three best mask is the same mask from b- b- prior to burn damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, obviously it's not actually the same mask, but we're on the same page here. We like the design work that's going on in the David Gordon Green movies. I 
picked the mask from Halloween 2018 because I feel like it is the most, uh, it feels like the most delicate work went into it in terms of really saying, okay, this is the mask from the original movie. Yeah. But it has been severely weathered by 40 years. Yes. Um, and I think that it fits right, which is very important. It's yeah. something that does not always happen in these movies. Uh, and it looks like the original mask was beat up. It doesn't look like they made a whole new thing and, and you know started from scratch, which it often feels like. Well, I agree with everything you just said because... My number two mask mm. is the mask from David Gordon Green's Halloween. Okay. Are we going through all the best masks and then we're going to do the worst masks after that? Is that yeah, what okay. I, I thought, uh, yeah, I thought that's what we were doing. Okay. No, I'm just clarifying. Yeah. I have yeah. No problem. No objection. Okay. <laughs> Simply seeking clarification. Uh, okay. Yeah. So do you have anything else you want to say about that? No, mask? I mean, it's pretty much everything you just said. It's, okay. It's the one that, like, they went out of their way to make a good mask, which mm-hmm. is much more than you can say about a lot of these movies. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So I will say that uh, I have a fun trend that happened coincidentally with my top three masks, which, and I'm going to spoil my number one mask here, but I'm willing to do that because no one on the planet is going to be surprised by what it is. Yeah. All three of my favorite masks come from movies titled simply Halloween. Oh, yeah. Because my number two is the Rob Zombie 2007 Michael Myers mask. So this one, again, is a similar sort of approach as Halloween 2018, but executed in a different way. So it's the Michael Myers mask, but heavily weathered, beat up. This one has some scrapes and cuts in it, and uh, it's clearly been stitched back together in places. Mm -hmm. But I think overall... I find it very intimidating. I'm sure part of that is I'm just, I'm lending it some uh, credit from the performance of Tyler Mayne. We've talked about as a a very solid Michael Myers. Yeah. Uh, And since we're not going to be ranking Michael Myers. Oh, we didn't? Are we? Should we? I mean. You you, did? I did. I can just. I I think I can just do mine right off the top of my head. If we're doing three, that's pretty easy. Okay. So anyways, Michael, uh, Tyler Mayne's fine. Who knows where he'll land on my (laughs) rankings. Uh, Anyways. Yes. So, um, yeah, anyways, I think this is just a good uh, mask that, that goes in some creative directions from the original, but doesn't run so far afield that it starts to feel unbelievable. Yeah, I toyed with putting this on my list, too, because uh, I, I also really enjoy yeah. it. Um, I mean, I think it's no surprise. I think we probably mm-hmm. both have the same number one mask. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that is Halloween 1978. Mm-hmm. The one that started it all. It looks great. It's fucking creepy as hell. Yeah. Looks great at a distance when Michael's stalking Laurie. It's a true innovation. It has a cool origin story. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like, once you do this, you can't really replicate it. You know, you can't come close to, to matching it. You can only hope to... What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at because I, I saved pictures of my of the bottom three. <laughs> and I was, I was laughing how stupid some of them look. <laughs> they look pretty damn stupid. Yeah. But, I mean, this is a classic case of just, like, you find a thing and you throw it on somebody. And, you know, sometimes things that are kind of mundane when you do it the right way uh-huh. can be really terrifying. I mean, it, it perfectly encapsulates Michael's void of morals void you know void of personality he's just a fucking killing machine absolutely scary as hell all right what are things that are not scary as hell things that just made me laugh out loud (laughs) 
The bottom three. All right, so we'll start from the the top of the bottom. Top right? of the bottom. Okay. Number three for me, it is the mask from Halloween Resurrection, which I think looks like Silvio Dante from <laughs> The Sopranos. I'm going to show Mike a picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got those eyebrows. <laughs> got they were eyebrows. just like, you know what this mask needs is some painted on eyebrows. Um, there's a trend with like... No, actually, yeah, there's sort of... Some of the bad masks just put too much detail in places that shouldn't have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like laugh lines and mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this one's... That's why it looks like fucking... Um, what's what's his real name? Uh, um, uh, little Stevie. Stevie yeah, Stevie, Stevie Zant. Yeah, because he's got these little frown lines right on the side that's just yeah. like... Yeah, he looks like a, like a 60-year-old Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> Michelangelo Myers. <laughs> Oh, okay. Good pick. Good pick. My number uh, three, or I mean, I guess technically it's my number 10 out of 12. Yeah. No, it's my number nine out of 11. Uh, anyways, my least worst mask, but still a terrible mask, is from not necessarily one of the worst movies, uh, but Halloween 4. Okay. The Return of Michael Myers, which I would argue is the poorest fitting mask of any in the entire franchise do you have a picture yeah i have a picture i can show you here hold on let me just zoom this in (laughs) it looks so fucking stupid There you go. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. I don't know. Maybe if I would have seen that picture when I was making my list, that would have... <laughs> there's just... Like, there's folds of rubber, like, <laughs> like in the neck and the hair. Uh, there's a, there's famously one scene in this movie where the hair is blonde. Yeah. And the rest of the movie, it's the, re- the correct dark color. That's a good call. I, yeah. If, if I would have seen that picture while I was making the list, I may have changed my... Yeah, they really biffed this one. <laughs> My next one um, kind of goes in the opposite direction uh-huh. of what I was just complaining about. It kind of has nothing going on. Mm-hmm. It is truly a boring mask. Also doesn't look great. Maybe it looks more like a Steve Sharippa. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mask from Halloween H2O, 20 years later. Yeah. I'm going to show Mike that. Oh my god, is that real? Yeah, I think there are a few different well, masks. Well, there are three different masks in this yeah, movie. Yeah, but this is the one that's really the worst one in yeah. my, it, IMO. Yeah, there's also briefly CG mask in H2O. Right. Uh, yeah, no, there's a lot of trash maskery in that film. <laughs> uh, well, I'll run quickly through my second to worst, because that is Halloween Resurrection, as you pointed out in the previous one. Mm. It is just... Uh, it looks like someone who isn't a professional makeup artist was told to make a Michael Myers mask. Yeah. And they did an okay job. Uh, but they, you know, but oh, <laughs> it doesn't look like Michael Myers. So. All right. That brings me to my worst of the worst. I got to believe this is the same one for both of us. I think so. Maybe. Unless you went way off the reservation. No, it is the mask from Halloween five. Yeah. <laughs> the revenge of Michael Myers. Oh, this is fucking so stupid looking. It's it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible yeah. in every conceivable way. The neck is too thick, but also too skinny. It's like flapping out. The neck, like it looks like a pair of bell bottoms. Yeah, and the face, uh, it just it looks like it's a Nicolas completely Cage. Completely different bit. face. It's it's not based on William Shatner's face clearly. Or Mark Zuckerberg. I think you said that. Yes, it looks like Zuck. Yeah. Yeah. The hair is a nightmare. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like there's flyaways everywhere in the hair. It's a real bad, yeah. bad mask. Yeah. It's a terrible, it's a terrible situation. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, you know, and everything in between too. So we're very curious to hear your takes on good and bad masks. Uh, hit us up on our social media. As we uh, continue on with our superlatives, what you want to add something to the mask? No, I was just saying, let's just get into our uh, since this was this is an impromptu one. Okay, yeah, um, we don't have to spend a ton of time on this one, but best sure. Michaels. I'm curious if we're going to have the same three and and if they're going to be in the same order. I wonder too. Um, shall I start since you started the last? Yeah, time? why don't you kick it off? Okay, uh, my number three best Michael Myers, and and to be clear, I'm basing this off of a couple things. So when I when I evaluate a Michael Myers, there's Physi, you know, just physiogen, physi- physiology, uh, build, you know, yeah. that kind of thing is impactful. And then really it's just that and, and motion, you know, right? It's, it's pretty much just how do they move around? And, and how do they look moving and around? And how do they look moving around? That's all there really is to it. Uh, deceptively simple or deceptively difficult, perhaps, because, you know, I think a lot of these guys try to do too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll say that listening to David Gordon Green talk about how he directed James Jude Courtney, who plays Michael Myers throughout the majority of Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. He, he he talks about giving him similar guidance that John Carpenter gave the original shape, Nick Castle, which is like, don't act. Just walk from one place to another. Mm-hmm. That's your job. Your job is just to move around sort of emotionlessly. And I think that they pulled that off. So I'm going to say James Jude Courtney, specifically from Halloween 2018. Uh, I would have to watch Halloween Kills again to really uh, crystallize my thoughts on his performance as the shape. But I do think that uh, I remember saying when we reviewed Halloween 2018 that it was the first time in a long time that I felt like, oh, this feels like the same Michael Myers from the original. Yeah, Uh, that's a great pick. Maybe you'll be seeing him shortly with me. Oh, okay, but for me, uh, my number three, um, because it's such a big departure, mm-hmm. I, I did I didn't feel comfortable bumping it up the list. Okay, but it is Tyler Maine from Rob Zombies, mm-hmm. and this is a hulking, massive Michael Myers, which I know upset a lot of people. But we, as we discussed mm-hmm. on the episode, it's one of the few Michael Myers that's really terrifying. Yeah, he's scary as fuck. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. If he were to walk into this room, I would be, I, scared, I would be shitless. scared shitless. Yeah. Whereas, like a Dick Warlock walking in and be like, "No, nah, I can probably." I mean, I, mean I would. I would casually be like, "Eric, hand me that softball bat." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just take care of this guy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's purely on his physicality, mm-hmm. and he's just so brutal in that yeah. movie. So so brutal. Yeah. Well, that's my pick for number two, and and maybe that tells you that I don't really have as uh, too much of a problem with the departure from who Michael Myers was originally. Because one of the things that I talked about, I think appreciating overall about Rob Zombie's Halloween is, is that if you were going to remake a movie, I appreciate you making bold choices Mm -hmm. and doing some things differently. And, and, but it it all comes down to what you said. Tyler Maine's Michael Myers is is scary. Yeah. And and his, his size is part of that, but also his physicality is very violent. He's very strong. He moves pretty quickly, uh, and it's just you know it's a different feel, and I get it. It's like some people are like you know Ang- Dawn of the Dead, Zack Snyder, zombies don't run kind of thing. Yeah, but I'm like, hey, you know what? I like that that this Michael Myers throws people through walls and you know runs around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so m- my number two, basically for everything you just said, mm-hmm. James James Jude Courtney from David Gordon Green's first Halloween. 
again, like you said, I would have to go back and watch right. Halloween Kills to reevaluate how he did on that one. But uh, for me, he is the best of the original style of Michael. Sure. And he does the best job at not necessarily aping the first movie, mm-hmm. but just like feeling of a part yeah. of the first movie. Yeah. Um, which probably yeah. is our number one. Our number one for both of us, I assume, is Nick Castle, the yes. original Michael Myers, the shape, as they call him. I mean, he sh- he invented how to do it, you mm-hmm. know? And it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, maybe if that movie never existed and we saw one of the other ones, we'd be like, oh, Michael Myers should move the way he moves in Halloween 4. But no, he's supposed to move like Nick Castle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's our best Michael Myers performances. Moving on. We've got best kills. Best kills. All right, let's do it. Um, whew. Okay, this is one that I had to think about for a long time because there sure are a lot of kills in this whole franchise. Yeah, there are. Uh, would you like to start or would you like me to start? Oh, I hope that's a bird shit on my, on my shoe, <laughs> on my croc. Uh, I'll take it off. I'll, okay. I'll kick it off. Cool. My first one is a kill that has stuck with me since the the minute I saw it. It's the one I of all of the kills in all mm-hmm. of the movies. This is the one that I'm like, oh, that's that movie has this kill. It yeah. jumps front front of brain. That's the first thing you think. It's of, probably yeah. the most notable thing in the movie, and it's the hot tub kill from Halloween uh-huh. Two, the yeah. original Halloween Two. Um, it is, it's brutal. I don't even think I said, called it necessarily my best death when we did the mm-hmm. episode. Maybe you did. Um, but it's really brutal and memorable. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of like the Jason X, um, uh, what's the, uh, the, the liquid nitrogen face smash mm-hmm. of that movie where it's like, it's oh yeah, that's the, the one where a guy gets his face smashed yeah. with liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Halloween kills. The ever-increasing temperature burning the face of the nurse, Karen. <laughs> it's gross and yeah. horrifying. Yeah, that's a great one that I flirted with putting on my list. Uh, and I'll say that uh, it's great. It, I mean, in Halloween 2, we'll probably say this again, too, when we when we finally talk about it in the rankings. But And I've said it once already. It's like the Friday the 13th of the Halloween movies. And that truly feels like a Jason Voorhees kill almost as much as a Michael Myers kill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, my number three is from the third Halloween movie. Okay. uh, That uh, is not one of the goriest, but I think it's one of the creepiest kills in the whole franchise. And you can call me uh, a a madman for picking a non-Michael Myers kill, but I say, fuck you. Uh, and that's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Fuck you. <yeah. laughs> this is um, this is the mask kill from uh, Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. Uh, the name of the kid, I forget. It's the family that's that's touring the factory, but uh, it's such a strange and disconcerting scene because they're in this like fake living room mm-hmm. that's set up to like test commercials. And this kid's got a little pumpkin silver shamrock mask on. He watches the commercial, and it sort of squeezes up and starts to crush his head. And then all these bugs come out. There's bugs and centipedes and snakes. And he's just dead on the floor in front of his parents who are screaming. And yeah. good lord, the first time I ever saw that, I was like, this is fucked up. And that's, there is. That's, I enjoy that a lot. I love a good kill that makes me just go, what the fuck is happening? Well, I'm not going to comment too much on that, Mike. Okay. My number two 
this is hmm I'm I'm at a crossroads here. I have two mm-hmm. that I want to say. Mm-hmm. This is a boring kill for some might think. Okay. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think it's iconic. Yeah. It's uh was it Steve getting pinned to the wall in Halloween oh, one? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's where Michael Myers pins him to the wall with a kitchen knife mm-hmm. and then turns and looks at him as if he's looking at a display of butterflies. Was yeah. the, uh, yeah, direction that was the direction he was giving. And it's it's noteworthy because it is shocking, of course, that somebody's getting stabbed. Mm-hmm. It's tame by today's purposes, but it's that look that Michael gives him. Right. That just speaks volumes. And it's so it's mysterious. It's the Mona Lisa smile <laughs> of the <laughs> of the series. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's really one of the most memorable kills in the whole series. Yeah. No. I think uh I think that's a great pick. Um Okay. For me. My second favorite kill in all of the Halloween movies is a wild one. Uh, But it's also, uh, you know, it's a bad, bad movie. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know that this is such a well-regarded scene. But it just, for some reason, it really stuck with me. And uh, and the funniest thing about this scene, it was a reshoot. Uh It was added to the movie afterwards. Um but that is the uh, I'm talking about the basement killing of John Strode, the abusive father from oh, Halloween, yeah, yeah, yeah. the curse of Michael Myers, the sixth entry in this series, uh, where Michael basically uh, picks him up, uh, impales him more or less on an electrical panel, which then electrocutes him throughout his body, and then his head explodes. Yep. <laughs> It's fucking gnarly. It is gnarly. And I love it because it's kind of like three things. You know, it's it's like you really get your money's worth. Yeah, um, and it's happening to a bad person. Yeah, so it's very uh, gratifying. Um, yeah, and it's a class. And, and I think he foams at the mouth a little bit. Even. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, if you're going to go do reshoots, this is how to do it. Just add some, add some exciting death. Yeah, that is a really good one. I also, I don't know if I toyed with it, but I like the kill of uh, Jamie... Also a reshoot, Jamie being killed by farm equipment, like a yes. thresher. Yeah, yeah. That, that one, one that one you see on some other people's best kill lists a lot. Uh, so my number one, you might want to call me a madman, hmm. because it's the death from part three. Number one. Number one. Fuck it's yeah. so creepy and weird. Yeah. And in unlike anything else, obviously, in the series, mm-hmm. it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's really scary, too. Yeah. It's like, what is happening under that mask? We don't know. We'll we never, never find know. out. We'll never yeah. find out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, for all the reasons you said, and also just the added like batshit craziness. Yeah. And and the great score underneath it, yeah. too, we got to mention. We've never seen anything else like that, I'd yeah. say, in a horror movie. Yeah. I agree with you. Well, hey, that's a great pick. I respect you for putting it so high. I wish Thanks. I had the balls to do it. <laughs> because my number one pick is about as basic as they get. It's Judith Myers from 1978's Halloween. Sure, I mean, it's a great shot. It's an amazing shot. It really, it's so, you know, we talk about iconic, iconic. What's iconic? This movie's iconic. But this scene, this shot, I mean, it's not, tech. is it technically a one shot? Unbroken? Um, I would have to go back and look. I don't know. Yeah, somebody will, will correct me very quickly, I'm sure. But let's just for now, let's say it's an unbroken POV shot. Is there blinking? Maybe. There might be blinking. Yeah, there's got to be some cuts hidden in there. But even if there aren't, it feels like, even if there are, it feels like there are not. 
Uh, and the big reveal at the end that it's a little boy. Yeah. Michael Myers, he's killed his own sister. Uh, we get a good topless scene before it's over. We do. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it, I mean, this is kind of, this created a genre, this shot. I honestly feel that way. It did. Yeah. I, I agree with you. It, it absolutely did. That's a great pick. Uh, one that didn't even <clears throat> enter my mind when I was making this list. Yeah. You're better than I am, I guess. Hey, you know, well, that's not true. Speaking of topless scenes. Hey! What are we calling this next one? Okay, hold on, I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> so this next uh, award, so this is a single award that Eric and I will each award, award this award. It is the Eric Goslin and Mike Price Honorary Lecherous Creep Award for the Michael, or not Michael Myers, the Halloween movie with the best overall nudity and sex scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so the Lecherous Creep Award. The Lecherous Creep Award, man. Yeah. To be nominated is even is an honor. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, would you like to go first, or would you like me to start? Um, you go ahead. Why don't you kick us off? Okay. Because I'm refusing to take part in those <laughs> Yeah, he's, I'm so offended his sensibilities. He can't believe that I would, oh my I would God. suggest something so crass. Um... So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say up top, this is a series that, uh, unlike a Friday the 13th, I wouldn't say that it's famously great for uh, titillation, for no. the old TNA. It's not the worst, either. We've definitely covered, uh, you know, like, we, you know, I'm trying to think the last long series we did was Bride of Chucky, and I think there's a lot more nudity in this series. Than I think there's, like, that. one nude scene in the whole yeah. series. Yeah, so, you know, you take what you can get. This one's kind of middle of the road, I would say, for the amount of nudity, uh, TNA, and and it's, just sort of exciting. It's business. no Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth, no, specifically four, yeah, five, four. Uh, Friday four. I'm just staring up at the ceiling in bliss. <laughs> okay, uh, so my pick for the Lecherous Creep Award for the Halloween franchise is Rob Zombie's Halloween 2007. Mm. Uh, it's this was a tricky choice because I think it's easy to assign this as the movie with the most nudity, period. I think it has the most singular naked women, probably. Maybe. It doesn't... It la yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to hear what, what you're thinking. But it's what I was going to say is, is it's not always fun. Uh, Rob Zombie... Sure. He's not making fun movies with a lot of, like, uh, happy... I mean, they're horror movies, so most of the sex scenes are followed by someone getting murdered. But at least they kind of get to have a good time first. Yeah. Uh, you know, so there's sort of a pall of darkness over all the Rob Zombie stuff. But uh, but overall, I just think for, for the sheer volume that's there on screen, I gotta go with, with my man RZ. I like it, but I rebut with this. Okay. Which... Of the movies, has Tom Atkins' ass. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm going with Halloween 2 from Rob Zombie. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I think there's just a ton of like. Yeah. There's just a ton of nudity in that movie yeah, as well. There's, there's dancers. Like, there's dancers. And, yeah. There's sex scenes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, also, part one has. Like Danielle Harris topless for like ten minutes or right. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean I any way you slice it, Rob Zombie is the guy who comes to this franchise and says, yes. You're yeah. gonna make sure there's enough boobies in this 
in this movie. Yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a I think that's a solid pick. But I also toyed with the idea of awarding enough bonus points for Tom Atkins' nude ass to vault <laughs> Halloween three seasons of Witch into the top position. Oh, does that is that bring a close to our superlatives? I that might be it. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think so. But you know what? We've got something very special planned. Uh, right after the break, here we are going to be joined by social media guru Scott Jennings, who has been doing just uh, superlative work for us. Mm, uh, there you go. That's yeah, great. Thank you on Instagram and Twitter. I just came up with that on the fly. That's good. Uh, thank you. So yeah, why don't we take a quick break and and then we're gonna have Scott on to talk about his Halloween franchise rankings before we finally reveal our own canonical rankings. So to be clear, Scott's rankings not canonical yes yes these are his opinion we're trying our hardest we're going to try our hardest not to give our our opinions but i'm sure we will be a couple of coy boys yeah i'm sure we're always very good about hiding what we think (laughs) all right we're gonna take a quick break We are back, and we're here with a very special guest. Um, if you've been paying attention to our social media, uh, which is at Killstreak Pod on every platform, especially what's the, the parlor? One. Oh yeah, parlor. <laughs> um, Scott Jennings, we have here on the show for the first time, and he's very funny. On and we really appreciate all the hard work he's doing on that tip. Scott, how are you? Hey guys, I'm doing great. It's it's my pleasure to help out. Oh, it is our pleasure, sir. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because it's something that we don't enjoy doing, and you're very good. At. <laughs> yeah. Mike and I, uh, this weekend, well, last weekend was, um, well, no, it's just, whatever, who gives a shit? Um, it was Mike's bachelor party, and yeah. we brought up several times the uh, Evil Dies Tonight, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. actually, like, memes or memes. How, I guess you would say memes, memes. correct? We say memes. Yeah, memes. Um, they basement. don't usually make me laugh out loud but this actually did so i figured i should post <laughs> yeah. it it's so good no i i i've la- i've looked at it and chuckled at least once a day for the past four days so yeah. so yeah. i presume uh, that we're all uh, vacation fans oh, oh yeah I, absolutely yeah. i just think chevy chase is a good guy i really like <laughs> you know aside from his, all of the rumors on the yeah. how nice he is yeah that's right uh, <laughs> No, but those are unimpeachable classics. Oh, they're so good. Although European Vacation kind of sucks. Christmas is the one that we always watch, obviously, on Christmas, but the original still really yeah. great. What about you, Scott? Well, I grew up watching the original Vacation with my family, uh, especially my dad, and uh, we loved the early Chevy Chase movies and then also uh, the early John Candy movies. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just like, especially... Uh, Probably planes, trains, and automobiles, and uh, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck was great. That movie, we, fucking. I haven't seen it in so long. I should oh, revisit it's fantastic. It. I think it holds big... up better even than most of Hughes' '80s output. I mean, I love, I loved all those movies, but a lot of them have aged in a pretty ugly way. Yeah, <laughs> there's things about them that have aged poorly, but yeah. still great. Uncle Buck, as heartwarming as ever. Uh, so Scott, the reason why we brought you on is because we know you're a huge fan of the Halloween series. I am. 
Um, and we wanted to know your personal rankings of the movies before we get into ours. Um, I want to just jump to... I guess we'll just see where Halloween well, Kills falls on this yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, so we'll, curious we'll get there. We'll get to Halloween Kills. Yeah, we haven't discussed this at all. So for yeah, for people at home, this is actually the first conversation we've had with Scott not via email. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, it's it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I know. Are I'm you excited. as thrilled as we are? <laughs> I I am so thrilled. I can hardly stand. Oh, good. It. Um, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, so, you're in the presence of greatness. Exactly. So. Well, I kind of feel like. I know you guys anyway because I've listened to the podcast for sure, so long. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, I mean, seeing your faces is definitely strange. I mean, you know, <laughs> not because you're not, you know, very handsome, both of you, and you are. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank but it's you. just strange oh, to, well. like, actually, you know, see the faces with the voices. Some sometimes you have that thing too where you like listen to people's voices for a long time. I don't know if this ever happened to you. Yeah. And then you like see a picture of them without their names and you think one is one. It, like you mix them up. Yes. Oh yeah, that always trips me up. Uh that happened to me with what was that podcast? Uh, How stuff works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw a picture of those guys and I was like, Well, that's the cool guy and that's the <laughs> other guy. And it turns it out totally different. it was the opposite. The guy with like the cool crooner radio voice is the one that looks like a dork and then and the stud it has you know sounds like a nerd uh i wanted to ask of the episodes you've listened to who do you side more with in terms of opinions on movies or is it an even split you think that's i mean we're we're usually in agreement most of the time yeah Hmm. you know it seems to to kind of go back and forth i think that maybe overall i've tended to side with mike a tad more um, right, there, there's been some then. some hot takes that that Mike has had that I I fully <laughs> fully supported. Um, hey, hey. Mike is uh, he's always reliable for a, ha- a hot take. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to keep things interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's who I am. What can I say? But I can um, honestly say that I, I do happen to agree with you guys more than I don't on things. Yeah. So. That's good to know. That's a relief. There's no space for opposing viewpoints. <laughs> I saw some of the craziest. I showed Mike one of them. A cri- like just somebody on Facebook who I don't even really know. I'm not sure how we're friends. <laughs> this fucking list. This oh list God. of like their ranking of the Halloween movies, and they had Halloween four as number one, <laughs> and like Uh-oh. Halloween one as like number three or something like that. <laughs> that's that's a bad sign. Yeah, exactly. It was really crazy. Take. Maybe they just got confused and thought they were ranking Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, all right, well, let's get into it. Why don't we uh, get into your list? Okay, we'll, um, uh, we'll, we'll start from the bottom. Yeah, and, then, uh, and, yeah. and full disclosure, I, I've probably uh, changed it about thirty-seven times <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> over the last few weeks. Uh, I probably thought about it a lot, like way too much. But uh, okay, but I think I would say this is pretty definitive, honestly. All right. Okay, you, so, if you want to um, call in next week and change anything, you can. Right. <laughs> so starting at the bottom uh, as my worst Halloween franchise movie is uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. And uh, number 11, we have Halloween Resurrection. Mm-hmm. That's a real piece of shit. Yeah, that was real bad. <laughs> yes, yes. And if someone ever put that in their top three, like I, I have nothing to say to you. <laughs> that actually I haven't seen, which is shocking because there's a lot of bad takes out there. I did see someone who put that as number two on their list, but it was Buster Rhymes' mom. So, <laughs> <laughs> of 
course. Leanne rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> uh, number ten, I have Halloween Five: The Revenge of Michael Myers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not great. Um, Mm-mm. Number nine, I have David Gordon Green's Halloween Kills. Okay. okay. All right. All so right. there we are. There's. You're not a fan of Kills. Uh, you know, strangely enough, I watched it on Friday, mm-hmm. the Friday it came out, on Peacock, and uh, I was really, really tired from the work week. And I didn't really want to think, and I just mm-hmm. kind of wanted a you know a big scary violent movie. Um, sure. It kind of did the trick for me, and I, I really did like it. Um, mm-hmm. But then I thought about it the next few days, and thought about how so many things didn't make sense, and thought mm-hmm. about you know how much I didn't care for the whole the way they did the whole mob stuff and mm-hmm. all of that, and I, I just. So I went back and started watching it again Sunday, and uh, oof. yeah, I couldn't. That's get how I it. felt when I walked uh, uh, when I watched Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh-huh. I I saw it when my wife and I were in Japan, and okay. we were just like, "Let's go see a, a movie." Like sure. we had nothing to do one night. We were tired, and then we walked over. Like that was pretty fun. And then the more like <laughs> with each passing hour, is like. Yeah, but then there's that one part. Oh man, that was really bad. And by the end of like by the end of the day, I'm like, no, nah, that sucked, man. That's really bad. Well, I think it's one of those movies again, Halloween kills, like I think you guys talked about how if you watched it apart from the Halloween franchise, just as a batshit crazy weird mm-hmm. sort of uh something you rented on VHS, you know, it, it wouldn't be really that bad. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's true, the case. But in the context of the franchise, it's very problematic. It's how I feel about like Jason Goes to Hell. Um, ah, interesting. You know, like that kind of it, like on its own, it's fine. Yeah, it's fun, but like in the context of the franchise. But then that's also a fucking crazy franchise. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a fair argument though, and I I know I I like Jason Goes to Hell more than you did. Yeah, but I can't argue with that perspective. It, right, it does not really fit. Right, <laughs> the, the Friday the Thirteenth. All right, next up. Okay, I got it. Let's see where I'm at. Okay, so I did number nine, which was Halloween Kills. Uh, number eight is Halloween Six, The Curse of Michael Myers, mm-hmm. okay. and uh, I basically chose the producer's cut because I actually like that a little bit more. Sure, okay. I can see that. Yeah. Um, so number seven is Rob Zombie's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number six is Halloween H2O. Okay. Uh, number five is David Gordon Green's Halloween. Sure. Yeah. I mean, how, yeah, fall, it's, it's, how fall it's fallen. Yeah, yeah exactly. And far I, it's fallen. I liked it more the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, subsequently, it's it's just... There are parts of it I really like, but I think you guys mentioned that you didn't like the podcast subplot. Mm-hmm. With, uh, yeah. The well, English I just think there's too many podcasts I, I just thought out there. It didn't there. work, and it was really boring. Is that what you guys yeah, sure. thought? Oh That's yeah, thought, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and also, I mean, we talked about this last week too. Uh, I think it dropped a little bit for me after I saw Halloween Kills. Oh yeah. Right. 
And it's just like I, whatever whatever kind of grace I was willing to give it a week and a half ago, I have a little bit less um, sympathy now. Yeah, for sure. I think it did for me too. Um, but I definitely have to say the first how the first David Gordon Green Halloween has definitely a lot of good stuff going for it, um, mm-hmm. especially the score. Totally. I think the score is oh, like score's a fantastic. really great great sort yeah. of uh, updated version of what Carpenter did before. So yeah. Um, he so still I dig got it, it, but yeah, I guess not quite as much as when I first saw it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. We're at number four, and that would be Halloween Four: The Return to Michael Myers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three would be Halloween Two from 1981. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so my my top two I definitely struggled with. Like kind of kept switching, sure. but this is ultimately what I. What I went with, I was uh-huh. gonna make a very hot take, which I know you guys know what that would be. Sure, but I yeah. ultimately so you, I'm, I'm did not, and I'll explain why afterwards. So <laughs> sure, my number two sure. is Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, one of my favorites, one of your mm-hmm. favorites too, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And number one is the original Halloween, and uh, mm-hmm. so I did kind of go back and forth on this because my love for Halloween Three is like enormous and Mm -hmm. you know even when i was a kid when i first saw it i loved it it's just kind of grown throughout the years and uh it's still i think the one that i go back to the most besides the first one and uh i just think the first one i had to put it at number one because it's a masterpiece and it's just technically a very very well-made film and you know halloween three is two but it's it's just not as well made. Yeah, there's yeah. some goofiness there yeah. and some weirdness that mm-hmm. it's like, but it gets away with so much because of the charm, you know? Right, right. Uh, yeah. I think, it, it, I mean, I guess I don't want to reveal what, our, what ours is, sure. but I mean, <laughs> Halloween is the one that's like, it feels very Pretty much like well a, like a head versus heart thing. Yes. Right? Yes. You know? you yeah, get, that's you... kind of what I struggled with because mm-hmm. if I went with my heart, I probably would go with Halloween 3. Um, but intellectually, I just couldn't do that because, yeah. you know, like it does have its flaws and uh, Halloween 78 really is a near perfect movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just... And I think of out of all the... I mean, nostalgia plays definitely a part in it as well, you know. And yeah. uh, I think the nostalgia factor for the first one is is huge because there was, you know, there was a long period of time where, you know, I wasn't allowed to rent any of the Halloween movies, so I had to kind of sneak it. <laughs> mm, sure, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I was like eight, nine years old, you know, trying to get the first Halloween yeah. on video cassette, it was it was a struggle. So <laughs> I think that kind of goes along with it too, you know. Yeah. What a very, very relatable uh, sort of image in my... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, yeah. Scott. We, I, I love this list, and uh, definitely you'll hear how alike or di- uh, yeah. not alike, that's the word. I suspect, I suspect <laughs> we'll have more things in common than I think not. so, too. Yeah. I think yeah. so, too. Yeah, uh, I would but be I surprised. Think- yeah, and I think you made a wise decision at the end, if only to uh, protect your personal safety when it comes to <laughs> roving internet mobs, <laughs> many of whom have still not seen the light of Halloween 3. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, hey, it was a pleasure. pleasure. Yeah, and thank you for all the work you do, man. Please keep it up. 
Of course. I, I love doing it. Oh, and also we should say fluorescent gray on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Give him a yeah, follow. Yeah, follow me if you want to see like weird, kitschy, 60s, 70s, 80s, old ladies and, and just weird ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> some, great, some great stills. Yeah, screen grabs. It's, I, I enjoy it. I, I say it's a good follow. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks. Thanks. What about the subsequent Halloween films? Were you, once you had done Halloween, were you at all tempted to say, no more Halloween? Well, I said that for quite a while. And um, <clears throat> there are two sides to <clears throat> one when you work in the movie business. One is <clears throat> as an artist, or you think of yourself as a creative person. And the other side is a business person. And I let my uh, producer side come out when they offered me to the sequels to Halloween. They offered a nice sum of money. and I also had a lot of hope um, for giving new directors a chance to make films as I had been given a chance with low-budget films. And The directors who did two and three, Rick Rosenthal and Tommy Wallace, were what they were given was a budget and in some cases a script. And, okay, here are the rules of the game. Make your movie. Nobody's going to bother you. It doesn't always work. I thought Halloween 3 was excellent. I really like that film because it's different. It has a real nice feel to it. I think mm -hmm. he's a talented director. On the other hand, I think Halloween 2 is, is an abomination and a horrible movie. I was really disappointed in it. Mm -hmm. and, but I don't think the director has gone on and done some other films. I think his career is launched now. But I don't think he had a feel for the material. Yeah. I think that's the problem. He didn't have a feeling for what was going on. And that is vital. Oh, yeah. And we're back. Okay. This is it. Let's rank these fucking movies. <laughs> it's, it's, when did we start? What was the... Oh, was it question. the beginning of September? Must be. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me look at the old... Do I seem quiet now? You do seem a little quieter. I wonder why that is. wonder why that is. Well, oh, you I'll seem louder now. Yeah. yeah. There, you there you go. This is all great great radio this is the content that they uh that they came for i think um yeah so we started with uh halloween 78 episode 77 august 30th my birthday man and we're we're close to my birthday now we're a month away but still yeah man two months of halloween two months it's gonna feel weird to not watch a halloween movie yeah <laughs> well when when we finished watching halloween kills i was like that's it there's no more yeah it felt strange. I was like, oh boy, you know, a little uneasy. No more Halloween movies to watch. Not until next year. Yeah. Okay, so this is how we do it here. We start from the bottom, we work our way up, we each, we go back and forth, each listing our number, uh, for instance, we'll start with number 12, because that's the first one. Sure. And work our way up to number one. Mm -hmm. We don't that's always... the last one. We don't always agree. We'll come to cons a consensus. Yep. And then at the end, we'll have our kill streak canonical rating. Mm -hmm. um, I want. I feel like our lists are going to be pretty close on this one, the, but I don't know. I don't. You know what I think? I think that there will be probably less debate here, sure, than in any others. But there will be inconsistencies because there's a lot of room to move around a lot in of the middle parts. Yeah, where in the past it's like we've been pretty much in lockstep, but then we would like kind of drastically disagree on like two movies yeah yeah i don't know that we're gonna have any like that here but we'll see we'll see yeah, yeah. all right want me to kick it off yeah why don't you just start us up 
starting from the bottom, the worst Halloween, in my opinion, mm-hmm. comes to us in the year 2002. Sure does. It is Halloween <laughs> Resurrection. It is so fucking stupid. <laughs> it, it has Busta Rhymes talking about Chun-Li and karate fighting Michael Myers. It's kung fu, technically. Kung fu fighting Michael Myers. <laughs> And it's just there's nothing there's no there's no. nothing redeeming about that movie no and even you know one of the theoretical selling points would be oh they got jamie lee curtis back but she basically appears under duress yeah and is killed in the first 10 minutes of the movie it, i felt bad for her as i do another one coming up but i just felt bad for her in this yeah. movie yeah absolutely this is also my number 12 okay i i think we are we're in total agreement this is the Halloween movie with the least to offer anyone. Yeah. Uh, and it is, I would also argue, the most craven attempt to simply make money off the Halloween franchise. It doesn't feel anything like a Halloween movie. Yeah. No. It honestly feels like they took a script for something else entirely that was just like, we have this script about reality TV web series and there's haunted a house. There. And there's a killer. And then like, oh, we can use Michael Myers because we have the rights. Yeah. It really, it, it's... Excuse me. Also produced by the Weinsteins, which dings it, in my opinion. I guess most of them are, though. <laughs> a lot a of the later point. ones, yeah. yeah. All right, there you go. Number 12, Halloween Resurrection. We are in lockstep. Okay. Does that continue? Because the next one, for me, this movie is a disaster in all ways, I think. <laughs> uh, most noteworthy, noteworthy are the goofy-ass music the cops... Uh, <laughs> The background music for the cops. And I'm talking Halloween 5. Yeah. The Revenge of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even really know what to say about this one other than it's just boring and bad. Yeah. It's so... <laughs> no shockers here. Also my number 11 okay. pick. Yeah. So this one I mentioned it's a conspicuous Europeanness. Yeah. Um, uh, when we were uh, when we were discussing earlier, it's directed by this guy. His name is uh, Dominique Othenin Girard. That's right. Uh, yeah, I think I have that right. I literally did that off the top of my head. I do not have it in front of me. Um, it's good enough for okay, me. Okay, thank you. Yes, but the whole movie just feels completely out of place. And and you know, I don't mean to sound like some kind of xenophobe, but it's just like. There's like weird like fog effects and crazy camera yeah, angles. So it's, it's disjointed. Yeah. It's silly. It has a really uh, uncompelling final girl in Tina. Although is she even a final girl? Doesn't she just disappear in the movie? Yeah, I point? think she's just sort of absent because the whole the whole conclusion brings Jamie back and then it's and then yeah. it's uh, you know Loomis and but yeah it, I mean there's just there's there's problems everywhere. The script is practically non-existent. Uh, they took Danielle Harris, who was pretty decent child actor in the previous movie, and made her mute. Made her mute, yeah. Just like, ah, oh, well, <laughs> we're not going to let her talk this time. And yeah, the, the fucking... The whole idea of her being psychically linked to yeah. Michael is so stupid. And the Keystone Cops music. I mean, Christ. Come on. Christ on a crutch. All right. That's number 11. That's number 11. Number 10 for me. Um, I guess both versions are equally bad, in my opinion. And it is another one of the Cult of Thorn trilogy. Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Either cut. Um, (laughs) 
you know, I, I didn't have the worst time watching it this time around, but it's just kind of a, it's kind of boring. It's convoluted. Once we get into the hospital with like the doctor who reveals himself to be mm-hmm. the, the puppeteer of the cult of Thorn, right? You just get to a point where like, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah, it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. We're explaining too much or not enough. <laughs> it's just it's a kind of dour, yeah, confusing movie. Yeah. Um, all right, we're three for three. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, and I did toy with putting this one higher because I sort of did too. Because there's a part of me. I'll, I'll put it this way. I look at the next four movies in on the list higher than this. And I would rather watch this again before some of those. But that's not the only metric I'm using to judge these movies by. This is a very poorly executed film. Yeah. It's a bad, It's just a poorly made movie. Yeah. Paul Rudd is bad in this movie. Right. It somehow makes Paul Rudd seem charmless. Yeah, and and you know, it does it it milks a certain charm for me as I talked about on the episode where we discussed this film out of just being such a product of the 90s. Mm-hmm. But I stopped and I thought about it and I was like that's all sort of unearned credit. I mean, it's just it's just a movie from 1995. Like they didn't try to do anything stylistically. Yeah. To make it feel interesting. It just takes place when it does. And I have some fondness for that era. Yeah. But I think yeah. at the end of the day, it's like... it. Scream would go on to redefine what a horror mm-hmm. slasher yeah. movie would be. And at this point, this is just like the convoluted, leaden plots of yeah. like these later trilogy... En- uh, franchise entries. Yeah. All right. So I felt like those three in my head, I was fairly confident we were going to be in lockstep. Now, these next four or five is where I think there's room for some variance. Yeah, we'll see. My next one, number nine, 2021's Halloween Kills. Um, we, you know, we just did an entire episode about this. There's not much more to say about it other than it's a fucking mess. It's a mess. It's, an, it's a weird movie. Uh... You know, we're starting to get into the, like, this is still a kill. I think we still rated this one a kill. Mm-hmm. But we're starting to get into the fuck territory. So it's a little <laughs> bit better than the other mess that is that came before it, which is um, Curse of Michael Myers. It's more watchable than that. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, does it squander all of the positive vibes built around the previous movie and the franchise. Yeah. It makes no goddamn sense. It's loud. It's confusing. It's laughable in parts. We were laughing in the theater, Mike. Yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> felt like an episode of South Park. We absolutely were. And it's never a good sign when you're watching a movie and your primary response is to mock it. Yes. You know, it can be entertaining to have an experience like that. But when you're getting ranked in terms of the quality, uh, that's not what you're looking for. Yeah. And I, too, Eric, have Halloween <laughs> Kills as number nine on my list. Uh, yeah. I think you, you covered most of the bases, and we certainly exhaustedly covered those bases on our previous episode. But uh, for anybody who skipped that, I will just say it's a terrible script uh, full of unmotivated character decisions, uh, and it focuses on all the wrong things. And yeah, whatever they were doing, you know, we talked a lot about in Halloween 2018 where they did some things really well and they did some things very poorly. And for whatever reason, you know, not that our opinion is the law, but in this one, they seem to double down on the stuff they were doing poorly the first time and they gave us a lot less of the stuff that worked. 
I agree. Okay, I think this is where our lists might um, separate. Okay. Um, although I am, this will be an easy fix. I, I have a feeling of what your next one's going to be. Okay. And I think it's an easy fix. Okay. Um, but my next one is Halloween 2 from 2009, the Rob Zombie one. Um, I do think it's it's an interesting movie because it is very much a Rob Zombie movie, but it's very much not a Halloween movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, why I'm coming to the series. Yeah. Um, it's too, in my opinion, although I've only seen it once and I, I didn't see the director's cut, I am willing to be wrong on this. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt too much of a departure from even the last movie Okay. that, that Zombie did. Um. I'm not a fan of the wrestler's, like, Ric Flair robe he's wearing <laughs> during it. His big old sure. beard. Yeah. Uh, or even, in not the version I saw, but I laughed when he told me that he speaks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't like the direction they took Malcolm McDowell's Loomis in it. And then we just get a lot of Rob Zombie stuff of, like, you know, strippers getting killed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people yelling at each other, calling yeah. each other... You know, fucking dildos you and shit. You dumb fucking hick. You dumb fucking fetus fucking freak. <laughs> um, yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, we've finally diverged. Okay. Uh, because, as you might have guessed, I do not have Halloween 2 from 2009 quite so low on my list. My number eight pick is 1998's Halloween H2O. Okay. 20 years later. So this is a movie... This is the first one on the list where my immediate response is not to just launch into criticisms of the film. This is one, I think, in terms of the franchise, we have now reached the bubble of mediocrity. Yes, I agree. Um, And there are things about this movie that work okay. Uh, It's a very kind of paint-by-numbers sort of slasher film. Uh, it is very post-scream and feels that way, and so that's not all bad, right? There's there's a professionalism, there's a sleekness uh, yeah. to this movie, but I also think that to a fault, it feels studio slick and yes. kind of heartless. Uh, and yeah, just generally speaking, there's not much here that I find very interesting, and there's also not much here that I find terribly offensive to my palate either yeah well you said it very well and my next entry is halloween h2o okay and it's one that i just toyed with changing the order of Mm -hmm. uh but i'm leaving it where it is for now sure um and i agree with everything you just said it is slick to a point where it becomes boring it feels like a mass marketed product yeah yeah um you know, it's it's fun to see Jamie Lee Curtis back as Lori, but like her circumstances are so unbelievable. Yeah. That she faked her own death and now is a headmistress <laughs> at a fucking private school or a college or whatever right, it is. Yeah. Um Adam Arkin's fine. Their <laughs> love affair is weird, I guess. Uh the kills are pretty tame and boring. Yeah. Um it lacks the post scream self awareness. Yeah. In jokes. It's not a very funny movie. Sure. Uh, not that these need to be a funny movie, but at least if you're like having Kevin Williamson involved, you expect some sort of humor. And what really you just get is like the Dawson's Creek cast mm-hmm. who are fine. I like Michelle Williams. But as a whole, this just feels like a 
Hair kids, go see your pretty Dawson's Creek characters yeah. on a in a Halloween movie this time. Yeah, like sta- like slashers. Now enjoy. Sure. Did that make sense? <laughs> I kind of petered out towards eighty five percent of it made sense to me. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's okay. fine. It's fine. All right. You've said much dumber things. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So that was your number. What on your list? Just to. Be clear about where we're at. The 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. You're 7. Okay, my number 7. This is the first movie that I watched for this podcast run that I had never seen before. I have still only seen it once, so who knows? Maybe if I watch it again, I will grow to have a fondness closer to what I know a lot of Halloween diehards have for it. But for now, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers goes in my seven slot okay and i know now i'm really deviating from your master plan um but this was a movie that i went into understanding that people were pretty hype about and i watched it and i just didn't understand what the excitement was um it is a return to the story of michael myers uh, and I get the appeal of that, but I think we have a pretty shitty looking Michael who's not all that scary. And my other big takeaway from this movie was this is the first movie where Donald Pleasance comes back and it's like his volume button is broken and he is just playing everything to fucking 11. Yeah. Um, there are definitely fun parts of this, but in my mind, it's like people hate Halloween five. And some people have this as like their second best movie in the franchise. It's hard for me to differentiate between them all that much. Like I can recognize that five is worse, but I'm also like, these two movies are the most similar to each other, you know? Okay. And that's that. That's my general take. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number six um, I bumped it down on the list. I'm true to my word. I bumped this one down on the list uh-huh. because of Halloween Kills. It's David Gordon Green's Halloween. Okay. Um, I like this movie. I think there's a lot of good things in it. I think there's some really strange diversions, as we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't have a ton of affection for it, if that makes sense. I can recognize that there's some really great things. It's well made. Yeah. <clears throat> Certainly, it looks great. There's some great. There's that great sequ- sequence where Michael's going through the house, mm-hmm. killing people, but it just doesn't light me light me up in the way that it does. It seems to with a lot of people. Sure. Uh, it's kind of a mess. And then Halloween Kills made me think that no, they don't have a plan here. Yeah. So I dropped it down. <clears throat> uh, don't know what else more to say about this one okay it's fine it's fine it's like we said we're in the range now of like these are good movies sure they're they're getting into the good territory Mm -hmm. in my book and this is the worst of the good okay all right the worst of the good um i would agree with that sentiment this number six is going to be my worst of the good movies uh and now you will finally see the appearance of rob zombies halloween too Okay. Um, so you had it a couple spots lower than me, so I'll talk about the things that I do like about this movie. And to be fair, you know, this time around, I watched the director's cut. I have seen the theatrical cut before, but it's been a while. This movie is um, not a super satisfying Halloween film. I will absolutely cop to that. 
and I think all of the things you mentioned not liking about it to varying degrees I agree with. I don't love the Loomis storyline, and I think that there are some uh, unnecessary zombie-esque diversions throughout, but I, I this movie gets a lot of my respect for being its own animal, for being very bold in its choices, even though I don't love that the whole opening 20 minutes is a dream sequence, it fucking rules. It is um, a cool 20 minutes. Yeah. It's disappointing that you find out that none of it happened, but it's still in the movie, and I still had that exhilarating experience of watching those 20 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, it's just like, you know, it's it, it's trying a lot of things, and it fails at some of them, and it succeeds at others. And so, again, it's like there's as much of this as... It's a, it's a vote for respecting the effort as much as the execution. Because I think that probably with the exception of Halloween Kills, everything else prior to this on the list, they're not trying to do nearly as much as Rob Zombie is trying to do here. That's a good point. And so that's that's kind of why I have it as high as I do. That's a good point. I can respect that. It is different. It is definitely trying something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, <clears throat> that brings me to number five. Uh, this one, I'm only laughing because of Something that'll come up later. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> this one, I don't like the direction it took the series, but mm-hmm. it has the benefit of being made in the early '80s, <laughs> which is a really nice, sweet spot for yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking Halloween Two, the original Halloween Two. Um, I think we can all agree that Laurie Strode's uh, role in this movie is underwhelming. The plot doesn't make a ton of sense. It's not the most exciting thing to see her in a hospital bed and Michael making his way, killing strangers. Right. But it is nice to see some familiar faces back from the first movie. Dean Cundy does a great job shooting this movie. There's some fun kills. Um, And it's one that I've just seen a ton. And I will continue to watch a ton, even if it's not my personal favorite of the bunch. It's still one of the ones I will definitely put on on a rewatch. Yeah. All right. All right. We're back. Okay, Halloween cool. 2, number 5. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're going to still have some shit we need to sort out as we get down the line here. Yeah. But uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like this movie is truly one where I feel like it's up to 5 and it would be dropped down easily two spots if it would have just been made in 1998. Yes. Like if it didn't if it didn't have Dean Cundy shooting in it and it didn't just look like the you know 1981 and it didn't have jamie lee curtis showing up albeit briefly it doesn't have that much going for it no it is as i mentioned multiple times it's just a very rote slasher movie uh which is very funny because i feel like you know friday the 13th only exists because of halloween so what what kind of lack of confidence does it take to go into making a sequel to your movie which is the trendsetter and be like, well, we're going to make it more like this ripoff of our first movie. Yeah. And I really have big questions about that. Uh, and also, yeah, the the Lori is Michael's sister thing is an almost unforgivable sin. Yes. And the craziest thing is, you know who's responsible for that sin? Is John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish we could the blame... himself. We yeah. could blame Rick Rosenthal or... Or Mustafa Khad or somebody, but it's no Carpenter's the one who did it. He pulled the trigger on it. 
Yep. And, and then he walked. Huge mistake. Yeah. And then he walked away from the the gas fire he lit <laughs> for for thirty years. Um. But yeah. So uh, I'm with you. Halloween two. A solid, unimpressive number five. Okay, my number four. This is going to be the big one that okay. we argue about. Although, I mean, I'm, I can recognize that my own nostalgia mm-hmm. <clears throat> is tied into it. But I love Halloween four. Okay, it's my number four. Okay, I think Danielle Harris is great in it. Like even beyond mm-hmm. serviceable, I think she's very good. Okay, probably some of the best performances in the entire series. I uh, IMO um, <clears throat> that opening, although. I, I kind of remember it looking more like the opening than it does. It looks fine, <laughs> but that opening's really beautiful when we see like the yeah. cornfields and the yeah. But it's just the opening. It feels like a bait and switch to me. The opening li- is very exciting, and then we get to something a lot more pedestrian. A little bit, but it is nicely directed, although more like an action movie than a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some fun kills. Loomis is back. He's screaming at everybody. <laughs> it's good to see some familiar faces back. But, you know, this, as I pointed out, this was the good sequel yeah. until we started getting into the, you know, new movies. Right. Like Halloween H2O hadn't come out yet when I had first watched this. Mm-hmm. So this was like, oh, yeah, this one's great. Four sucks. So sure. I have a lot of emotion wrapped in, yeah, into yeah. this one. So I'm willing to discuss this further later. Okay. Why don't we get to your number four? All right. My number four uh, is one that you have previously mentioned uh, that I did probably drop down at least a spot from what I guessed my initial rankings would be when we started this endeavor. Um, But I still think that the good outweighs the bad in David Gordon Green's Halloween 2018. Um. So my number four pick is that one. I think that, yes, it has some some big sweaty problems in it. it. I find it interesting. You mentioned the plan element, which is something that I think both of us had as a, a, a huge frustration with Halloween Kills, was that it's like, what is the plan here? Yeah. But, but the thing about Halloween 2018 is it actually feels like a really solid self-contained movie. It should have ended. Yeah. There, there should be no Halloween kills. Yeah. And I would like it more if there wasn't. Yeah. Um, the ending is satisfying. It's it's cathartic. Mm-hmm. It's clean. Uh, it's impactful. And, and I will say, I think the reason that this managed to stay so high is because, like you mentioned, there's a portion of the middle of Halloween 2018 pretty much just covering the night of Halloween uh, up until we get into the, turns out the doctor is a psycho stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? But it's like a 20-minute portion of an hour and 45-minute movie. It's a good chunk. And I will say that, to me, that run is, like, one of my favorite things in this whole franchise. I think that's a a noble good point. Hmm. Um, I don't know that I agree, maybe, but... I can see that. I can see that. I'm gonna put it like, I mean that it's that's why it's top four because it's like yeah. I mean, what other great sequences are there in movies? Yeah. Previous to that, you right? Know? Yeah, that's a good. That's a good call. All right. What's your number three? Number three. In a shocking reversal for me, <laughs> in my opinion, of this movie, a movie that I previously would have said I hated and never want to watch again. 
Rob Zombie's Halloween <laughs> eking its way into the top three. Yeah. This is going to be a controversial. I mean, you haven't said it yet, so I'm, it's in it the It has next, to be in my top three. It's got to be in your top three. Yeah. Who would have thought yeah. we'd be here today? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I came into it being a proponent, and I'm still surprised by how high it climbed in my rankings. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's... If you get out of the first five minutes, ten minutes mm-hmm. of the movie, out of the movie, people aren't... The rednecks aren't yelling at each other and making gross jokes. Yeah. The rest of it's really good. It's a bad start, and I think that turns a lot of people off immediately. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I, You know, it's so divisive to see Michael Myers, like, as a young boy and then in the hospital, but mm-hmm. I think that's the best part of the movie. Yeah. Honestly, it's interesting. It's well-plotted. It's shock-rate. Um, and then once you get into the babysitting killing, it's fucking tense and violent. Yeah. It's the the whole movie is he he is very gifted as a filmmaker when it you know, he's not like a like a, a Tarantino level of tension building, but it's like for a horror movie guy, he does a really good job of putting tense shit together. Yeah. Just making you feel really uncomfortable. We talked extensively. So this is my number three also. Okay. Great. So um, we talked extensively about Tyler Mann. I think it's just a it's an inspired pick for Michael Myers and how he has him function in this movie. It's just really memorable. It's really shocking. And he's, like you've said, he's scary. I mean, I keep coming back. To, I talked about it when we were doing the episode, but the, the Ken Foray scene, the big Joe Grizzly uh-huh. or what I think is his name, is just like... The set, like I remember most of that scene, like I remembered it verbatim from when I saw this in the theater, fourteen years ago. Mm -hmm. I was just like, yeah, that scene was tense. It was fun. It was was, cool. Yeah, it's cool. I want to see more of Joe Grizzly. I want to see his own movie. Yeah, you know, a prequel to this because he dies. Mm -hmm. And I want to shout out the ending too. I think the very end. that really does also sort of set the tone for Halloween too. So your mileage will vary, but uh, Scout Taylor Compton shooting Michael and screaming covered in blood. It's just like, it's a very, very different depiction of a similar event from the original Halloween. And that's something that I really respect about what zombie does with his Halloween movies. Mm -hmm. He's not beholden to this idea of what Carpenter did which I know drives some people crazy, but it's like, look at all of the films where they, in theory, were. And what result did you get? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because the other thing is, I hate to say this, and, and I don't want to sound like a like a grump, but it's like, I don't think that this is a, like, a fantastic franchise. <laughs> like, we just watched 12 of these movies, and I enjoyed it. I yeah. didn't get bored. But I also, I'm like, I don't know, there's like, how many of these movies are like legitimately really good movies? And the answer is not a lot. Yeah. You know? I would say there's three great movies. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And and so that's the thing is it's like, to me, there is a path to greatness that is blazing your own trail as opposed to sort of slavishly trying to execute whatever like the original marching orders were. That via some game of cinematic telephone mm-hmm. have morphed mm-hmm. into whatever the fuck Halloween Six is. Yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, I think we have an identical list from this point forward. I would imagine. I would imagine number two. 
Unless you really have the balls. Did you have the balls that Scott did not? I did not have the balls. Did uh, you? No. Okay. No, so then our number two, Halloween three. Yes. Man, this movie great is great. It's yeah. so fun. It, it doesn't deserve the hate that it initially got. I'm happy that it's finally getting the love it deserves. Mm-hmm. It's a strange movie. It's wild in all the right ways. Um, Colonel Cochran. <laughs> He's a real one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just saw him. I just we just watched RoboCop this weekend. He's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the big boss in RoboCop. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Um. Um. I don't know what what is what more can we say about this? Movie? I mean, I could talk about this movie for half an hour. We already but, did. We yeah. talked about it for an hour and a half. Yeah, probably. you're right. We did. Um. No, I mean, the thing with Halloween three is, I think about it this way. It's like it's all about what metrics, what criteria are you using, like. As a Halloween sequel, it's like a one out of ten. It's not a sequel. I mean, it's an anthology. It's right. it's not a Michael Myers right. movie. I don't know what you want. Like that's not what it is. So I understand if that frustrates you. I can't hold that against you if you're like, fuck that movie. It's not even a Halloween movie. I'm like, okay, I get that. Yeah, it's but fine. As a movie, it's fun. It's so it's great. fucking fun. It's so entertaining. Yeah. All right, then number one, Halloween, 1978, the John Carpenter one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes without saying, it's a perfect movie. Yeah. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think it's an unimpeachable horror movie. Yeah. One of the greatest filmmakers of his generation. Yeah. At the height of his game. I don't know that he ever got that high again. I mean, he's definitely definitely made some great things, but that movie is almost frame perfect. Yeah. Yeah. There's not there's not much anybody could argue to change about it. Uh, it introduced... Escape a- from New York's pretty perfect, too. So's the thing, dude. Oh, the fucking thing. What am I saying? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Maybe the things is it better than Halloween? I think so. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I think I like it more too. So that but that's that's something that should tell you it's like the only reason that I ever even call Halloween into question is because of John Carpenter's other greatest movies. Yeah. Nothing in this franchise can really come close to to the rarefied air that that the original Halloween exists in. Okay, so Here's the big problems we have with our lists. Okay. It is uh, Halloween 2 is in my 8 slot. <clears throat> the, the Rob <laughs> Zombie. Where's your 8 slot? <laughs> um, and then Halloween 4 is 4. Are those are, the biggies? Well, so here's here's how I think we should approach it. We are locked up 1 through 3 and 9 through 12. Okay. So I'm going to completely ignore that portion of our rankings. Mm-hmm. And we need to focus on reordering four through eight to accurately reflect both of our feelings. Yeah. So here's my first proposal. Halloween 2, Rob Zombie, is my number six and your number eight. I Mm. think on the canonical rankings, we can move it to seven, but then we got to figure out what to do with the other stuff we've got. Well, that works for me because I was thinking on the fly of switching h2o to eight in halloween two to not to seven okay so if you swap those two then we can lock in h2o as our number eight and we can lock in halloween two from 2009 as our number seven now we have a new problem which is we've got to move around so let's see then we've got to get through four, five, and six. 
And we have, between the two of us, I have 2018 at four. You have Halloween four at four. We both have Halloween two at five, so we can actually leave it there if we so choose. So we would change Halloween 2018 and Halloween four. Yeah. Huh. So let's see. I mean, I recognize that my opinion of Halloween 4 is less informed than most. I mean, that's obviously going to move up because I've only seen it the one time. I mean, I don't think it's a movie that necessarily gets better with repeat Mm. viewings. Okay. I do respect that you're seeing it now for the first time, and it just didn't work for you as it did for me when I saw it as a wee lad. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think it's not as bad as you think it might be. Okay. Um, that being said, I, having Halloween 2018 in the four slot... Uh, okay. All right. Here's, uh, let me propose something to you. Because usually, in my experience, I feel like you are often kind of taking a bullet in these rankings. You, you usually are pretty amenable to moving your stuff around. Sure. So... I'll say this. I don't think that I can elevate Halloween 4 all the way up to 4. Sure, yeah. From yeah. where it is for me at 7. We are both in agreement that Halloween 2 was our number 5. And like they say, any good compromise ends with both people walking away unhappy. <laughs> yeah, okay. So what if we were to move Halloween 2 up to number 4? Okay. Because you don't want 2018 that high. I don't want four that high. So if we move Halloween 2 all the way up to number four, then I'm willing to give you Halloween 4 at number five and 2018 at number six. Yeah, I can I can live with that. I do... I, I guess what my I mean I'm getting I'm getting what I want. Uh, I don't know that I want to move Halloween two up. Sure, but but the thing is, it's either you let me vault a movie that you have even lower than two above it. Sure, or vice versa. I do the same. No, I think you're right. I th- I think this is probably the way we should go. But let's briefly talk about 2018 for a second. Okay. Um. And why it's so it's lower on my list than yours, and I think it's because it is. There are just those two distinct parts of it that are working against each other, sure. which is the diversions, the podcasters, mm-hmm. the doctor, some of the humor that like is funny but mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily feel of a piece. Yeah, dance class, bond me sandwiches, all that good and, stuff. And then we have the good stuff, which is the Laurie Strode stuff, mm-hmm. the family stuff. Um. Teens, the teens, which is good. I do agree that is some. It is mm-hmm. some of the best in the series. Yeah. And can I really say that Halloween Four is a better made movie mm-hmm. than David Gordon Green's? No, I cannot say that. Sure, I like it more. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm proposing here. Okay, so it sounds like we can lock in Halloween 2 2009 and H2O where we have them. So it's just these three movies. Halloween 2, Halloween 4, 2018. What order are those three going in? 4, 5, 6. Maybe we do Halloween 
28 let's just I'm just proposing this okay. it's not looking at Halloween 2018 as 4 mm-hmm. Halloween 4 as 5 and Halloween 2 as 6 so we bump two down we instead of two up down I mean because we both agree it's not it's not great it makes one of the worst sins in all sure. of the movie, in all the franchises so you want to go 2018 then 4 then 2 Although that now is bump because that was originally mine was uh, I did bump it down as I said I'm a man mm. of my word yeah it was number five on my list <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm fine with that that's pretty close to how I had them it just has Halloween it's basically my order with just Halloween four moving up and bumping everything down one so it's I have no real objection to that I, I think you know now voting with my head instead of mm. my heart that yeah. makes more sense. Because I do think 2018 is a more well-made movie than 4. Okay. So, then I'm going to make that change here on my screen. And then this is what I have. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to go from the bottom. And you tell me how this sounds to you. Number 12, worst in the series, Halloween Resurrection. Number 11, Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Number 10. Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, number six. Uh, number ten, number six. Uh, number nine, Halloween Kills. Number eight, Halloween H2O, 20 years later. Number seven, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, 2009. Number six, Halloween 2, 1981. Number five, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Number four, Halloween 2018, Number three, Rob Zombie's Halloween, 2007. Number two, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And number one, John Carpenter's Halloween, 1978. I can live with that, can you? I think I can, yes. All right, there you have it. There's our rankings. If you listened to our last episode, you know that we are going to now be covering the two-movie alligator series, the first one is available on YouTube. I haven't done research to see what the second one's available. I assume it's YouTube. Why don't, you want to check that out? While yeah. We, while I'm Why don't you keep vamping over there? Vamping? And, yeah. Um, a little programming note. We are not going to be releasing an episode next Monday. It's going to be pushed to Tuesday because Mike has a wedding to go to. He's very busy with schoolwork. Um, you know, this is the only time he could record and we just, you know, didn't get our shit together we didn't watch a movie and record two podcasts in one night (laughs) (laughs) which would have been hell on earth i'm already losing my voice eric's being very kind to me i'm not you're being kind to me for being Uh, my friend (laughs) oh feelings mutual and alligator 2 the mutation is available as a full movie on youtube cool great um so we'll be checking that one out next please i mean i know it's a little bit of a more obscure one but i think those are the ones that we really enjoy talking about Mm -hmm. uh so take that journey with uh spread the word follow us on social medias i already talked about that with scott when he was on the when he was on so give us a follow rate and review us on itunes yeah uh this has been an absolute blast i hope you guys have enjoyed this two month long journey through one of the great franchises of horror history. I know I just said it's not that good, but it, it's good. It's, it's, good. it's good enough. It's good you know? enough. It's good enough for us. I mean, who are we? What do we deserve? <laughs> <laughs> and as always, it's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. <laughs>